And we're live. With Paranormal Dash Spirits, the place we come to get our booze on. We talk about the booze, the things that go bump in the night. And I get to do that with all my booze. I'm Mike Black. To my left, my beautiful, delicious, delicious. wonderful. Delicious. <laughs> Football loving. Football loving. The game's still not over. Wife, Alyssa. Hello. Straight across the table from me, I have my breast friend, sidekick, confidant. That becomes less less funny as I sit without my shirt on and I see that there's my nipples start to point down. <laughs> He's got two jellies. Your headlights don't point forward no. anymore. They point at the road. <laughs> With his two jellyfish. Yeah, no, old his man two bugs. jellyfish. Yep. <laughs> I like yeah. his jellyfish. I like his jellyfish too. It's Howler Brothers. I've, I've never seen his starfish, but his listen, jellyfish. he can keep that to himself. <laughs> the, I don't need to see that. The, the, the hairy, dirty oh. starfish. <laughs> Y'all are nasty. Well, tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to go through all of our, well, maybe not all of, but we're going to go through and touch on some of the some of our previous podcasts that we've had we're going to take john's pen away from him. he's going to play clicky on that yeah that's a lot of i mean look that's at all, a, that's look a lot at of clicking to all do the i clickies. agree i understand look i can't even i know it's a lot of colors um colors we're going to talk about some of our rainbow our previous uh <laughs> i can make all podcasts the that we've done and this marks about the six month uh mark for us because Seriously? You're going to click you know, that off? I was trying to get the red one back. <laughs> Here, you want this one? It only clicks once. Yeah, this one's, This is a little fat. For my, yeah, this is okay, a little yeah, a better okay. hand feel. Yeah, there we go. How's that? That's better? Yeah, I can just <laughs> I can do this. All righty. Okay. So, uh, like I say, this is our like our six-month mark. We've got like 30 podcasts now that we've that we've put out. I think it's been more than six months. This is like the first. I remember the first time, first couple of times we recorded. It was cold outside. We summer lasts half the year in Texas, or more than half the year, and it's cold. <laughs> and now it's cold outside again. Right, but we did. We started April twenty fourth was our very first release. That was our release date. Oh, because we recorded it like a whole month. yeah, like in March. February. Yeah, at least March. Yeah, yeah. late February, early March when we first recorded. And then so it's almost been a year that we've been recording then. Since today well, is the second of November, yeah. So this will be released later, obviously. Twenty twenty three, obviously. Yes. But uh, we've been at it a little while now, and and we've got a, a catalog of a lot of different stuff. So we thought we'd go back over that and touch on some of it. Plus, it gives us a chance to remember. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Or you know, maybe we've changed our mind since we've done the podcast, and we go, you know what? I don't. I thought that was real at the time. I don't so much buy it now. Yeah. But anyway, before we do all that, I want to talk about all the places you can go to see us. Uh, on the web, we've got a YouTube channel, which is 3B Paranormal Spirits. Spurts. I said spirits. Spurts. I didn't say spurts. <laughs> I said spirits. Paranormal comes 3B Paranormal Spirits. Uh, we have a website that is paranormal-spirits.com, and that's just the, the dash mark. Then we have... Uh, Twitter or X, we have Instagram and we have TikTok. All of those are paranormal underscore dash spelled out D A S H underscore spirits. We also have a Spurts. Facebook. I did not say spurts. <laughs> Spurts. Silence, woman. 
paranormal oh my spirits. paranormal spirits so we have a uh, website uh, i'm sorry a facebook page that is booze with benefits and please join our web uh or our facebook page uh we'd love to have you there we'll say hi when you get there john if you say it one more time i'll thump you upside the head <laughs> okay so anyway like all of our shows, this show is about spirits and spooky stuff and Booze. some alcohol. So tonight we have a special guest with us. We have Colonel Colonel E. H. Taylor. Mm, a unicorn. A unicorn. We have a unicorn with us tonight. John, tell us about our unicorn. This is a, I've never had it before, so I'm going to go ahead and yeah, go ahead and grab your name, John. Exactly, Karen. I'm feeding try because I this is not something you can just normally walk in, at least not around here in the liquor store and buy because this uh-uh. is an allocated bottle from Buffalo Trace Distillery. Shout out to Tyler. Thank you yeah. for sharing your E.H. Taylor with us. Yes, thank you, Tyler. Because this, like I said, it's really it, hard to get. It's hard to get. These are allocated, which means uh, there are only a certain number of bottles released and. They uh, they only go to certain liquor stores, basically. Uh, only certain liquor stores get them. Only they only get a certain amount of think them. Think Steel Sports Rolex. But I say it sounds like Rolex. <laughs> it's exactly the same. <laughs> same thing, right? So you either got to know somebody that owns a liquor store, or a lot of places. Maybe not so much with this one, but some of the other allocated stuff like Pappy Van Winkle and stuff like that. They'll they'll hold um, they'll have like uh, raffles where you buy tickets for charity. So you buy a chance, a chance to, to purchase it at retail, <laughs> or you can go and buy them online. The retail on this is like forty bucks. If you were to ever find it in a liquor store, didn't know what they had, <clears throat> or but, or you knew somebody who'd sell it to you for retail, <clears throat> but uh, you pay about a hundred bucks online for hundred hundred twenty or so quite for quite the markup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, they've got. There's other bottles in this line that are fifteen, twenty thousand dollars online. Good lord! Good gracious! I can't even imagine drinking something that costs that much. I can't imagine having that kind of money. There That's was a apparently a tornado that took out a warehouse at Buffalo Trace Distillery that was aging some E. H. Taylor, and those bottles, the barrels that survived the tornado, mm-hmm. those are their fifteen to twenty thousand dollar bottles, right? Oh my god, that's great, man! That's a car. What a oh, okay. That's like a, a decent used car. That truly is a natural disaster <clears throat> for them. That's awful, awful. And this, good. It's hundred proof. It's hundred proof bottled in bond. Means it was aged mm. for a minimum of mm-hmm. four years. I'm sure it this is quite a bit longer than that since regular Buffalo Trace smells is bourbon-y. aged for about eight mm-hmm. years. What's that note? Butterscotch? Butterscotch. Yeah, maybe. That's what I smell. Something. So this is uh, Buffalo Trace mash bill number one. So this would be the same mash bill as just regular, you know, your $25 bottle of Buffalo Trace or or your uh, Eagle Rare. See, I, I really like Eagle Rare. Stag Jr. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Salancha?
That's smooth as silk. Man. What's good? I'm warm. It's warmish. Is it worth the hundred? It's not worth hundred twenty dollars. Oh. Uh, if you got it, you had to get it retail. But yeah, get it retail. But man, that is really good. It is really good. It's very uh, and stout. Well, it's a hundred proof. I mean, I know, it's going to be stout. F- I mean, I guess I mean like flavorful. Like it's a rich flavor. It yeah. doesn't just. It's not. It is a just, rich flavor. It's, it's not. got ethanol, and you can taste it, but it doesn't. It's not one of those that you kind of lose the flavor. Like it stays. Do you know what I mean? It's a like long the, finish. A long. I was going to say me, the let finish. Me, let me is, be a little bit more professional. Long finish. The finish is I like it even better than the initial flavor blast that I get. You know, and the finish lasts. I mean, I can some still legs I'm still on tasting that. it. That's some ZZ Top legs right there. <laughs> yes, it do. Some draft legs. <laughs> it does remind me of. Uh, Eagle Rare. Uh, Probably because yeah, it's the same juice, just yeah. a different warehouse. So is this the same juice as Weller's? No, Weller's is the weeded mash bill. So oh, okay. Weller's is the same juice as ends up being Pappy Van Winkle. Mm. And then mash bill number two is the higher rye one. That's what ends up in Elmer T. Lee and Blends. So I guess... The batch that got hit by the tornado, is that going to be labeled a very small batch? (laughs) It'll say warehouse C tornado survive. I know, that's what I would do. I would give it it like a tornado on the back or something. It actually says on there tornado survivor, doesn't it? Warehouse C tornado survivor. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. Tornado on it. I bet I've never had any of the... uh, which is a shame that it's allocated like that because forty dollars. This is worth every penny of for you know. This tastes can, better than sixty dollars stuff, seventy dollars stuff I've had. But, oh yeah, absolutely. And I can remember though talking about stuff that's allocated that's not expensive. I can remember seeing Buffalo Trace at, the, at our little liquor store that was behind the counter. Remember they had it locked up. Oh, they never. Whenever they get it. They don't put it out on the regular shelf. Yeah, and that's they just Buffalo keep, Trace. It's just I mean, $25 bottle of Buffalo Trace. Early times, that's another one that they used to sometimes lock up. Sometimes they put it out, sometimes they lock yeah, it up. Yeah, but I mean, you and I have both been down there when it was behind the counter, yeah. locked up, like the expensive stuff. It is <laughs> it's a, like, that's crazy. Early times, damn good bourbon. Yeah, it is. For, what, $20 a bottle? Something like $21 that. for a liter. Oh, is that what it is? For a liter bottle, yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's good, isn't this it? This is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm down for some... It's not life-changing. No. But it but is really, really good. good. If, if that was readily available sitting on the shelves for $40, I would buy a bottle every now and then mm-hmm. and keep it around. It's really yeah, it sweet. Mm-hmm. It is very sweet. It's very sweet. That is a sipper, not a shooter. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Although, this is, Syrupy. This is about to be an empty glass. <laughs> so we're all mm. we're all down for some E.H. Taylor then. I like I, everything I've tried that's Buffalo Trace Mash Bill 1. Yeah, it's a hard thumbs good up stuff. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is a solid thumbs up. It seems almost a little smoother than the Eagle Rare. I'm not a big mm. Eagle Rare. Is a I don't know, man. I like me some Eagle Rare. It's been a while since This is a lot been. cooler looking bottle, too. Okay, I'll give you it's that. It's very apothecary-ish to me, like old school... 
I'm mad at him. He threw away the cylinder. <laughs> yeah, I did. The box. No, it's in. Isn't it in the? Is it in the recycle? Uh, maybe recycle? it might be in the recycle bin, which means it might be still. If it okay. hadn't been picked up to be recycled and it's not gross and everything, you, um, you want it, right? I want it. Yeah, I no, collect okay. the tubes. I keep the tubes from the scotches. Oh, we should have saved the scarabus then, because it had the coolest. It really did have a cool that one. That scarabus yeah. tube was really cool. But that's one we could get again. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. true. That's true. If you, if you, you probably would never walk into Total and find this available, I doubt, because they're going to have rich clientele in Dallas. They're going to... Hey, buddy, my E.H. Taylor just mm-hmm. came in. Come pick you up a bottle. It's just like the Fortaleza tequila that... Yeah, that you can't get. Hardly ever make it to the shelf. Right. Okay, so we're all thumbs up for E.H. Taylor? Mm-hmm. Colonel Thanks. Taylor. Heck That's yeah. Better than Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Well, let's go all the way back to podcast number one. Not, not the true number one, because the true number one never made it out. And it cursed. Some, yeah, it, it was cursed. cursed. We tried, what, three different times to record it? Twice. At least. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did three times. Did we try it three? We three times, and every time some kind of technical malfunction. difficulty. Camera would malfunction. This yeah. camera in particular. Yeah. And then another thing. We did finally get a good solid recording, but we didn't get any video with it. So, yeah. so we do have a recording that we may release at some time, someday for some reason. But for right now, we we don't have a number one. So this is actually it's the haunted. second. Yeah, it's on it. Cursed. Mm-hmm. So this is the second number one, and this was the Bray Road Beast, and this is the one where. We talked about skinwalkers and um, the uh, this beast that lived. Or I just remember that, it digging a hole and smelling like rotted meat outside of a church or monastery or something. Yeah, it's a yeah, monastery. Yeah. And this thing, uh, the thing that got me about this one was the fact that there were 400 separate accounts that... People had said, yeah, I saw it. It's a real thing. and Over I, many years, right? Yeah, it was several years. Started in the 1930s, I guess, the, the first guy that saw it, but didn't say anything about it until he was basically on his deathbed. And then... Picked over, up in the 70s or 80s, wasn't it? A, a, late 80s, I think. Late 80s, early 90s, something like that. I'd known about that yeah. one for a long time because of a small town monsters had that, you know, Seth right. made a movie about it. Well, the lady, the the journalist, she actually passed away. That wrote, that wrote for the newspaper that reported it, and you know that. But she, she had collected four hundred different accounts on that, and for me, that was the thing that gave it some legitimacy. Was the fact that there were so many people that came forward and said they saw it. So, what do you think? I real, think, not I real? think I ain't camping out on the side of the road. And I don't think I would either. On the side of Bray Road, if I'm going to drive down Bray Road, I ain't getting out of the car. Well, <laughs> right. maybe in the daytime. <laughs> yeah. So, Alyssa, real, not real. Bray Road Beast. I mean, I don't know if it's real or not real, but I'm with John. I ain't like camping on the side of the road. You ain't pushing your luck. Something's running around out there. 
Yeah, I mean, that was a lot of people to say that they saw it. I'm, I'm coming around on dogmen, like, and that kind of thing. I know. Because at first I'm like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Like, a Bigfoot makes sense. Dogman doesn't make sense. Dogman doesn't make sense. Bipedal wolf creature doesn't make sense. Not but, unless you make it supernatural. It doesn't make yeah. sense. But then there's so many reports here in Texas of dog, oh, yeah. dogmen and all. It's like, well, mm. I don't know. <laughs> right. All right, so the very the second one we did, John took us all the way to Port Lock, Alaska, with a our car, a carnivorous, man eating Bigfoot, Alaskan killer Bigfoot, Alaskan killer Bigfoot. So, I don't know about that one. Hmm? I'm on the fence. I mean, there's definitely Bigfoots there in Alaska, and there's definitely some running around there. Around. Okay, so here's my thing about that one is that I do believe there's Bigfoot. Bigfoot's real, okay. So uh, the uh, the fact that they this whole town uh, there in Portlock just disappeared. I mean, over a very short period of time, everybody said, "Screw it, I'm out." Too, finding too many dead bodies down in the slurry yeah. pond, and ripped it, apart. Yeah, and it wasn't like chewed on, gnawed on. A bear did it, a wolf did it, or a pack of wolves, whatever. This was like, yeah, like you pull apart, dismembered, right. So by force, I'm thinking that was something. It was something. I don't know that it was a Bigfoot, but I do know that it was something that had to have been strong enough to just literally rip them apart. So I'm going real and make an entire town vacate. Yeah, and and the natives there believe it. True. I don't remember the native word for it now, but oh i forget but yeah there's they have their own they have their own word and it goes back long before there was a cannery in that town and stuff i mean this mm-hmm. goes back i'm always down for supporting the natives they know more than we do that's for sure <coughs> so walk us back through emily morgan emily morgan is that very large gargoyle <laughs> gargoyle hotel in san antonio gargalicious that's on the outskirts of the alamo that flanks the alamo essentially and um it has had many reports of hauntings if i remember correctly emily morgan is the one where the man had all the pictures and there was someone holding on to his arm and each mm-hmm. one was yeah. like an orb or something and it was closest to his arm and he didn't take anybody with him and multiple people have reported it being haunted and seeing things and feeling things um so haunted, not haunted. Very haunted. You think haunted? Hundred percent haunted. Hundred percent. I mean, haunted. I, I to be honest with you, I don't think that you could get that many haunted hotels in a very short, a very small amount of square mileage right around the Alamo. One of the most deadliest, you know, battles in Texas history, and it not be haunted in some form or fashion because all these people are lying out of all these I agree. hotels. And I think if it's nothing else, even if it's not things that happened in the hotel itself, mm-hmm. I think that it wasn't in a hospital too. It had been a hospital yeah, per year and hospital. previously, and as we've determined through the ones that we've done here, and then those of us that have, you know, worked in, worked in, hospitals. in hospitals. I mean, that's the one place where spirits <laughs> are gonna hang battlefields, and then you double that with a. Ho- a haunt, or, excuse a me, hospital. a hospital, yeah. psych hospital at that, mm. and yeah. then it becomes a hotel that some mysterious things happen. It's kind of like, meh, meh. yeah, I'm going to say that's probably going to be so, hainted. Episode number four was the Bell Witch, and that is so 
often told. Like that's like one of the oldest because isn't that the one with the movie? I think Jefferson went there. Jackson. Jackson. I'm sorry. Jackson. Jackson went there because the, the Hermitage is not far from there, though his home. Yeah, is not true. Far from there. So, but he went there because he wanted to see the Bell Witch. Everybody knew about the Bell Witch. I mean, this and this haunting went on for years and years and years, and so I think it's more of a possession type thing than I do. It oh, was an actual witch. haunting yeah. than a witch. I think that's what they called it because that was the vernacular of the day. But I do believe that it was it was probably well, there's also the probability of Native American uh, body parts yeah being brought to the house and then. I mean, there's, you know, I don't know. Who knows? So long ago. Isn't this one where they're walking down the street and the kids saw her, the little veiled thing? Oh, when she started pulling her hair out? Yes, yeah. that's her, right? Yeah, that's Bell Witch. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having so, to keep all these I'm gonna go on Bell. I'm going to go with, I think there's a high probability that there might have been something, but that over the years, this has been... Well, that cave's haunted. Embellished. There's something going on in that cave. I mean, Zach and oh, the yeah. gang caught all kinds of crazy stuff in the cave there on the property. So I'm not saying that it wasn't well, haunted. Cave. I mean, come on. But it's a cave the, with Native American burials above the cave. Like, right. So, but I mean, to the extent that it's this the woman told, and all this, I don't oh, know about yeah. that. I think that it was. I think, I think it's this been is just something that's been. Years. Yeah, it's so long it's ago a, that there's it's just. a little been. game of telephone going on over oh, there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, look how long it's been. I mean, we're talking a couple hundred years. But almost. something obviously happened because it has oh, sure, been told sure. so many times. Okay, so, John, remind us about. Now, this Number one, five. 100%. <laughs> oh, Bobby Mackey's music world. Bobby Mackey's music world. Yes, haunted. the haunted honky-tonk. <laughs> the yeah. one where she's beheaded and thrown down yeah. the Wilder well, Kentu- or we Wilder, think. Kentucky. Yeah, is... what was her name? Do you remember the the girl? Not, but not they, offhand, no. They found um, her body in one place, and they never did find her. I don't her, remember her name, but then there was... She was pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, they, it was a, they did a botched abortion, her dental student boyfriend and yes. his friend yeah. and then Sad. that's probably what killed her and then they chopped her up uh when the cocaine didn't because it worked yeah right. it was a, a pretty horrific. and then bobby Mackey's pregnant wife i bring the horrific yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, bring, I bring the trigger warning stuff there's something about this story that reminds me so much of the black dahlia and i don't know you know the story it's because of, black of the dahlia. body being dumped. i think it's the, well the dumped and then dismembered Oh yeah, you know, yeah horribly, you know. Yeah, um, they did number them. Well, they pretty much know who did that too. I mean, they that, do that doctor who owned that mansion. It's a crazy mansion, and I've seen a couple different investigations there too, in that mansion. And uh, he, they, they, he killed her there, right? And, and then, then moved her. The yeah. So, but I mean, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like the way she looks and all this, but I definitely believe that this place is truly. And then there was Johanna, the singer, right. Who, who became if I must have been pregnant by the uh, male singer, and then her father was the one who owned the place, and he didn't approve of it, and then he had him killed. And when she found out, she killed herself. She killed her father, father, and then herself. That's right. All down there by the the well, which is not really a well. It's a. It's a it goes out into the drainage. It's a drainage from when it was a uh, slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse, yeah. yeah. That yeah, that place is. Effed up. Yeah. <laughs> so this is so the next one I want to talk about is this is one I'm going to skip over some, but 
this is our ninth episode. And this is the one where we had all this dissension about who thought what. And uh, John, I believe, if, if I recall correctly, John said, hi, ah, this is hogwash. I mean, I know that's not the word he used, but it wasn't really haunted. And it was just a, a big farce. Oh, I said, I think it was. The Amityville horror. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, but I think that my I think I've kind of adjusted my my take on it. I think. What was the address? Something Ocean Drive. It's yeah, Ocean Drive. Drive. Yeah, like three twelve. It's or in something, Long, like Long, I, Long Island. Yeah. So here's what I think. I think Amityville. I think the initial DeFeo family. I think they suffered from some kind of haunting demonic really? yeah because you of, think butch was possessed i think butch either was possessed no, or I mean, oppressed butch is the one who said that he got with the author of the his lawyer brought this to him and said hey you yeah, want to make some money okay uh, but let's go back to the 30 30 caliber that's the only weird thing about that other than it is that, weird isn't it he says that they were just going to kill the parents and then he, then his other buddy ran away, uh-huh. and he went to go get him. And when he came back, the sister had killed the kids too. So there's then a he of, struggled with the rifle with the sister and killed her. There's a lot of he discrepancies said, about it, but that's that's what I say. I think the actual that, murderer says that the demonic position is total horseshit. That's what he says now. But how many things has he said up until now? Well, he's also a drug right. drug user, right? Murderer. But my point is that the story has never been the same ever. Because it's changed from day to day to day, you know, or week to week. And I definitely think that the, what's his name? Uh, The Lutzes? uh, Will. Josh Brolin's dad. Yeah. Uh, Will, right? (laughs) The Lutzes, yes. George Lutz. George George Lutz. He brought some juju. You think, so you think George actually, it was actually haunted when George was there? I think George was a dick, but I, I think, think George was I, full of shit. I think they made this <laughs> up for I money. Think. I think he saw an opportunity to make money. But wasn't he into all that? Yeah, and he was into witchcraft. The occult? And occult stuff. I mean, what about the kids in the doors slamming on their fingers and stuff? You think he so, did yeah, it? The kids, the kids say it was legit. One kid one says, says legit, the yeah. other kid says it's bullshit. That's so, true. Which one do you believe? I mean, you know. Because, and I think the one that See, we're still split on yeah. it. <laughs> so. I don't know. I mean, I watched that whole it, the yep documentary series about, it, and I'm like, hmm. okay, I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I only give that about a twenty percent chance of be, any of that being actually real. I go fifty fifty, and then you got the Warrens showing up, and of course, it's the demon. You know, <laughs> John, it's the most haunted. Place. It's always a demon so, with the Warrens. It's always a demon with the Warrens, kind of like Zach. But he's know? a demonologist. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, so let's move on, or we'll we'll be here all night on Amityville. Uh, let's talk about what's another good one. Episode number twelve. That was the Crescent Hotel, haunted, hundred percent haunted. <laughs> John. I mean, probably I've never been, so yeah. I can't say. That's for the sure. one with Norman Baker that was, you know, yeah. healing Dr. folks. Dr. Baker, yeah. When he really wasn't, and he was just killing them without any pain meds and letting them scream in another wing of the hospital while he had his and then secret he, entrance way for his little mistress and, and burning the bodies instead of actually burying them and just, and not just. Not just cremating, in, just throwing him in the incinerator. I mean, the guy was evil. Evil, he was. evil. I mean, what else are you going to do with him? 
Exactly, you know. But so, but that is all to say. It's too rocky. It's too hard to dig a grave. But here. he wasn't the only one. You know, they had a lot of people off themselves while they were there, disal- unalive themselves. The the girls that jump from we always it seems like e- most of my hotels hotel has, has a girl a, that, that the jilted bride. the jilted bride or the yeah. he didn't show up. And he's dead from a storm, you know. He's dying. <laughs> <sea. laughs> I had to find the, the jilted women ones. Yeah, and so every I looked, I couldn't it. find anything about the girl who killed that unalived herself. Oh, from the, the yeah, conservatory, the women's, the women's. I look. They tell you that though when you go there. Oh yeah, absolutely. They talk about it's part it. Of the, I know the lore, the mythos, you know. But I will. I mean, after but, being okay, now there, I will say that though. I've been there. Yes. I've stayed there. Yes. It's haunted. Oh, it's so haunted. The place that had the Irish stone mason. Yes. Okay. Uh, and his Mike. Room. Yeah. Mike. Mike the stone Mike's mason. Mm-hmm. 19, 119, He's the one that fell to his death when uh, he was up there working on it. He's the one that I went on a ghost tour there, and when we went outside, stood outside his room, and it smelled like cherry pipe this tobacco. This room there where they have several little plushy ghosts and stuff on the bed. And, and the, yeah. But people say they probably are piping cherry pipe tobacco and I'm like, do you Not know how people. old this place is? This like, person said, hey, you know they could easily have some guy down there in one room smoking it and they're just fanning it through the vents. <laughs> they, hey, you could, I guess. But but some, but the all of the multiple pictures of people, there's one that we put on the, on the website of the girl that's seen in the staircase. Yeah, she's... I mean... It's that, haunted. The place feels haunted when you go there. Like I still, I've never stayed there because I'm. That's where I caught the picture of the ghost over. Yeah, that person's shoulder. That person. <laughs> it's my ex-wife. He, she who shall not be named. <laughs> she who <laughs> shall not be named. <laughs> What's scarier, the ghost or the she who shall not be oh, named? Oh, she who shall not be named is much scarier than any ghost I've ever encountered. <laughs> so let's go all the way over to Scotland. Crescent, I definitely recommend people. Oh, yeah. If you want to go check out an old, really cool, really great history, beautiful area, and haunted, let's go. Absolutely. On. I always wanted to go to Eureka, but... Oh, but Eureka's so great. I know. I'm my a very biased. special friend from Arkansas has never taken me to Eureka. Well, they should take you to Eureka because it's really cool. Yeah, although it is, to be fair, four hours away from... Oh, yeah, it's, food. it's worth it. It's worth it. Uh, let's go to Scotland. John, tell us. This is episode eleven. Oh, the great the man, the great man McDewey. of Ben McDewey, the Scottish Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, there's something up on Ben McDewey that freaks people out and scares them. And uh, I think the, he said there's something very queer up on Ben McDewey. Isn't hey, that the quote? That's the quote when it meant something different back in oh the 19, when it meant odd twenty strange something strange oh, okay. yeah not. Not when not it gay. was when it was <laughs> not when it was part of the alphabet suit. That oh my god! Everyone identifies as that. Yeah, okay, so um, anyway, we just threw that out there. Is it not so, a snow monster? What are those called? Why can I think yeti. of any? Why can I? What's the other word? Abominable, abominable snowman. snowman. Well, no. that's a yeti. I, I know, but I was trying to think. It. I'm having. I don't. I don't know. This one, I'm not a hundred percent. You're not. Mm-mm. It's not like the Alaskan Triangle one. I mean, so you think the Alaskan Triangle is? This could be some sort of haunting type situation. Ben McDewey. There, there is a cairn and stuff up there at the top of that mountain, and who knows what? A was bitchy it? woman? No, cairn. 
Oh, <laughs> not a Karen. <laughs> like Karen. A, like a Glen Karen. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. And who know? And no one knows what was buried under that Karen or anything. You know. Oh, sure. So who knows what's up there? I mean, it's you, not a very tall mountain. If I ever made my way over there, you'd walk it. I'd be willing to do it. So here's what I think. I think that notable persons of notoriety scientists who have been up there and said this is what I saw this is what I heard this is what I experienced and it's people who have something to lose by saying that they saw this right. thing so but, but some of the descriptions are outlandish oh absolutely stuff which I tend to think in my imagination, I am imagining this is some sort of phantom, some sort of haunting type situation that's associated with the Karen up top. Something happened on that mountain many, many before, you know, in in the Neolithic period. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That caused, that put a stain on that hill. Well, here's what I think is, is really strange about this. Because, so the average man is, average man, six foot high or six foot tall. You okay. Wish. Yeah, neither one of us six foot you tall. Wish. Average person male is about six foot tall. Actually, the average height is five ten. ten. I think it's five ten. I am exactly average. I'm five in ten every way. as well. You've shrunk. So, anyway, He's a little less than five ten now. So we're going to call it around six foot. It's osteoporosis. Let's not get too concrete. <laughs> Alyssa's trying to be concrete on me. Around six foot. How's that? Is that close? Yeah. Are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. Jesus. So has nothing to do with this. Oh my God. I would pray to him and beg for you to hush about this. So anyway, if a guy is six foot tall and he takes a step, right? So you have this, this creature, Ben McDowell on Ben McDowell, the gray man. If he took a step that is every other step, you would hear that echo every other one. Right? So you're talking 12 foot, right? Right. But they were, they were describing, 18 foot tall one step but their descriptions of the steps is one step per every like three of oh i the what i what i had read was every other step no per, like or so three one steps, for every two of a of a person right? which would be 12 foot right which would be on the high end of a bigfoot right very high that's alaska right foot size that's but not what they were describing that they saw was 18 foot tall right. and i'm like mm, but they could also i mean panic and that's what i'm thinking they were scared it was dark it was snowing whatever there are very few actual visual sightings what most of the majority of is hearing stuff hearing something else walking on those rock mm-hmm. on that rock fall with you and following your steps and or surrounding your tent and walking gotta, around your tent. I gotta be honest, just so out be, of view in the fog. <laughs> that'd be creepy as hell. Yeah, hearing something walk like that just and you can't see it or you can't see it well. And then shadows back, back. You know, I can't remember the names of these folks, but one of the original sightings. This was back before uh, the UK government decided to take away their citizens' right to defend themselves. Um, he took shots at it. Mm-hmm. Back when they were allowed to have guns, and uh, nothing, nothing which tends lends me to think, if I take shots at a Bigfoot, especially if I can see it, there's gonna be a blood trail. <laughs> Odds are good, yeah. But uh, this makes me think 
this is something more paranormal. There's something up there that's ghostly. Underneath the cairn? Something under the cairn that doesn't <laughs> want people up there. I'm okay. ready to go find out, though. So. Let's go. Let's move to episode 13 with shadow people. Mm. What do we think? I think that they both, they exist for sure. I think they well, exist. I know they exist. Don's experienced it. I mean, how many times in anything, there's always something about shadow people. Well, yeah, but... Are we talking about shadow, like when you see shadows move, like those shadows in the corner at that haunted house in Gainesville? Or are we talking about the black mass that's holding you down? I think <laughs> in that your we're bed. <laughs> okay for the sake of of this, and for the sake of, I believe that episode when we did it, when we were talking about it, we talk about sleep paralysis. We're talking about or sleep paralysis, shadow, shadow people, nightmare. Night you know, terror, yeah. Night terror. Um, Those that, are real. Yeah, that thing that holds you down. And you remember there were several different kinds. There was a kind with a hat. That hat I man. Hate. I've never seen hat um, man. Nah, neither. But I know that a lot of people have. A yeah. lot of people claim to have. Um, and I've never experienced... Mine didn't have three, the red eyes. Either. Mine was that, this black form, almost like a hood, like a monk. I've never holding. I never experienced I guess what you would consider true sleep paralysis where you know I'm wide awake and I can open my eyes I've, I've had times where it's very difficult like I'm I'm awake but I can't I can't seem to move yet yeah I have that and, but it's time like, when I take a nap but that's different that's yeah that's the same different. thing okay exactly definitely real the real night terror thing is like then you wake up and you look over and it's still there and it holds it out again. And then you wake up and it's a few times before you actually wake up. And yes. uh, I think both, honestly. I think that, the, but I think what, like, I came to the conclusion that these are things that some sort of trans dimensional thing. You know how there's bleed mm-hmm. between dimensions, right? Our, our veil in the next. Yeah. yeah and these or things the veil. may be aware of us all the time. Some of them just watch. Why some of them are just watchers. Some mm-hmm. of them are malevolent interactors. Maybe they gain something from the fear. Hmm. Who knows? Don't ever want to see a motherfucker again. I can tell you that. <laughs> so let's talk about. Years and I don't I'll want tell to you. Again. I would like to go travel to Hoyabachu. Hoyabachu. I would really love to go travel there, Transylvania. Well, right mm-hmm. now, the State Department just issued a warning against all international travel for U.S. citizens. Yeah, I don't anywhere think it would be a real good time right now. No, I didn't say that it would be. we got to wait till World War III is over from the Middle East here. <laughs> just to see those freaky trees with the, the curls in them. And I'm I'd like, go. How did they do that? That's... Or the giant blank space. Yeah, what was that? The, the dead space. The clearing. The, 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 the dead clearing in the middle, yeah. Yeah. I just think it would be so neat. And I think that there's obviously something that happens there. Because once again, the natives are like, don't go there. You don't need to go in there. Like, don't go in there. And then people are like, we're going to go in there. Yeah, but then they also do paid guided tours in there. Yes, yes. Yeah, but I'm doing that at night. Uh Uh-uh. But, you know, isn't that where, uh, was it Zach or Josh? Josh Gates has been there on Destination Unknown. And it was his cameraman. They got slung. That got across. slung yeah. like twenty feet, like literally just lifted in an instant off the ground and thrown. Like in a way, there's no way they could fake that. I mean, something picked him up and threw him across. That's crazy. Uh, that now, is crazy. Zach, they saw I the eyes and the 
trees mm-hmm. and the orb that really weird that kept kind of changing colors yellow to red well orb. i saw I and they caught it that. on camera too on regular and thermal i mean you could clearly see this thing what, was free floating and glowing on by, what was yeah, behind I, it i was gonna so say it was, it was glowing like you could see the 360 light. glow around mm-hmm. it. yeah it wasn't like a light shined out there it was like you could tell there because it would pass a tree and mm-hmm. you could see it yeah was, the reflection on the tree there's something really out there for sure definitely so how about you it's romanian totally honest so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Dracula. It's Transylvania. It's literally in Transylvania. Transylvania. I mean, I right. know. Well, then let's jump down to vampires. Since we talked about Hoyabachu, and it's right there in Romania next to Transylvania. so In Transylvania. So vampires. And <sighs> I guess we need to define what a vampire is. A vampire is somebody who... A goth who thinks he's a vampire? No, that no, 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 no. I'm talking about... Or an actual... I'm talking about Count undead Dracula, where... He sleeps in the coffin. He gets blah, up at blah, night. Blah. He's I mean, the there was a lot of misunderstanding about the scientific processes involved in uh, decomposition of bodies. Correct. That could, and a lot oh, of absolutely. misunderstanding yeah. about diseases like rabies and uh, mm-hmm. patella, whatever that other one's called. I can't remember now. Renfield's. <clears throat> Is it Renfield's disease? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the. But there's a there's, vampirism. Yeah, that could lead to people thinking this, but then who knows? I mean, all myths are based in some form of legend, and all legends are based in some form of reality, but... True. And there were so many burial legends around, like, don't be buried in an old shirt. Like, yeah. don't put out any... Don't have your don't name Don't burn a picture of a dead person. Well, you, you know, know it's, it's funny that we had this discussion, and then the other night, because this is, we're right after Halloween, so yeah. the entire month of October is... But, I watch a lot of yeah. It's up in season on on horror movies. And so <laughs> I I watched Thirty Days of Night, which is one of my favorite because mm-hmm. they're not pretty boys that glow in the dark and they're uh, glitter they in the sunlight. In the sunlight, they're monsters who show up in Barrow, Alaska for thirty days of night so they can feed. Anyway, mm-hmm. the lead vampire guy says in their vampire language because you have to read in subtitles. He yeah. says. You know, when some of them are going to escape or survive, says you must destroy the ball. We've spent centuries convincing them that we were only nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. Convincing them we, that we didn't exist. Right. What if? What if these are aliens? Oh. Vampires were actually aliens. Maybe it's some that came here. Of, that came ancient here astronaut theorists suggest time ago <laughs> that that is truly okay. what happened. And wait. So hear me out. So they they came here a long time ago, and they've convinced us that they're only myths, they're only nightmares. It's only in our bad dreams. Maybe it's some divergent branch of humanity from thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Anything's possible. Hundreds of thousands of but, years. Ago. And you know, it's interesting you say that because, like Australopithecus, like we're just we're doing some a little bit different. Like Astro- Gigana, Gigana, Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. Astro- there's a there's one starts with an A. There is one starts with an A. Don't Aust- make fun okay. of me. Australopithecus. No. Okay, Astro. Yeah. Astro- but Australopithecus, I like better though. Yeah. See, I'm just I'm making it better for you. Slap that Australopithecus. Slap that Continue. What were you gonna say? No, I was just saying that it, the thing that struck me about vampire, and I didn't really realize this until I started actually researching it, but it's not just Dracula from Romania or Transylvania. It's 
vampires from Mexico and South America and Asia and yeah, everywhere. Trinidad and yeah, it's Caribbean. everywhere. That thing from the Philippines that comes in and feeds on children. And that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, it date back. It dates back for thousands of years. I mean, know. we could be going all the way back to Africa here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three hundred thousand years ago, and you know, or more. Egyptians. The Egyptians talked about it. Ancient astronaut theorists suggest it was aliens. Okay, so we know we have. Normally, I don't walk around at night worried a vampire's going to suck my blood. Yeah, I don't either. So, or werewolves, or I'm more concerned about werewolves than I am vampires. (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you, I would have a hard time walking across a field at night in Kansas. I would worry more about a werewolf than I would, and not a werewolf, but a uh, a dog man. Yeah, I mean, more that, I mean, about, that, it just it seems about, more logical. Some some fellow of it up, want to suck it. No, <laughs> I worry about that. I always, I'm suspicious of Eastern Europeans. Okay, so let's <laughs> so let's joke. talk about let's talk about something we all have many times spoken out on the use of the participation in. <laughs> The participation. Participation <laughs> in the, the, the use of Ouija, Ouija boards. Ouija boards. That's exactly. Ouija. Ouija boards. So let's talk about episode twenty-five. The Zozo Demon. Real? Not real. It's a Zozo Demon. It's a Zozo. <laughs> Zozo Demon. I. I mean, I don't believe in. I, I always have a problem with this Judeo-Christian. So because these things have been around way longer. Okay, than, predates Christianity. I'll grant you that. Right. Okay. So the, even the word "demon" from Greek "daemon." Yeah, well, I know. Not necessarily a bad thing. You're not. So we call it a malevolent entity, or this one is malevolent. Malevolent. Yeah, malevolent entity. Malevolent, that goes by the name of Zozo. Mal is bad. So, but is that Pazuzu too? Well, yeah, Pazuzu. You realize you want to talk about how Pazuzu protected the women, the pregnant women, right? Yeah, protector of pregnant women, protector of the home, and brought plague to to the people you didn't like. Plague (laughs) and pestilence, etc. So. Also, in the Catholic Church, they have attributed, attributed, God, I can't We're putting extra syllables and stuff tonight. Attributed. Participation. The possession of several different people uh, to Zozo. Well, let me ask you this. Not Pazuzu, but Zozo. Okay, because the Pazuzu would be a, is, I never understood that anyway in the movie. So Pazuzu is a, is a, is from it's Babylonian, Sumerian, yeah, pre-Christian. What they? Why would you require the intervention of a Roman Catholic? God priest? always has been. Whether whether or not we had the Catholic Church to tell us he was or not. But anyway, moving on from that, I think we, we should just say we shouldn't play with Ouija boards. That's what I believe. Uh, don't play with the Ouija board. Don't, don't screw with that. Don't be seancing or. <laughs> Even using apps, the Ouija board apps or anything, yeah, I don't thing, think so. I wouldn't the do modern it. version of that, anything that can open up potential that 
any veil thinners. Let's put it that way. <laughs> veil thinners. That's a good way to put you it. You don't I mean, know what you're going to bring across that may not actually be your grandmother. <laughs> may not be your that grandmother. That may not be all. Aunt Helen. Yeah. Or what did they turn into when they crossed? Okay. Travis Walton. Episode 28. Real, not real. Joe Rogan says it's still the truth, so I guess I will have to believe the Podfather. I <laughs> like <laughs> the Podfather. You're gonna have to remind me. Travis Walton was the guy. Fire in the sky. Abduct, he was abducted, abducted by, by. Oh aliens. yes, I'm sorry. 1973. Yeah, yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. Real. I think real. I think real. I'm going. He was telling the truth. Like he hasn't made any, a lot of, any money off of it until recently recently, recently yeah. he has with uh, being on Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. and making the UFO but convention he never, rounds he stuff, never wavered from his story 50 years he, he was never trying to like you said he wasn't trying to make money like Amityville he didn't call the Warrens so I think they're dead but still I, I mean yeah, they're gone but but I feel like nothing's changed like 50 years nothing and I know that lie detectors can't be used in court but still that that's the best way we have right now of telling whether somebody's lying or not uh, as a rule 100 so, percent believe he's telling i think truth. he's telling the truth i don't, I don't know I'm, I'm you don't know part of me believes and part of me doesn't okay so just because there were believe, financial reasons for him at the you time believe because of that logging contract not for him his part his, his partner his boss well his boss is the one that had the contract. You know what Travis. upsets me the most about his story? What? His pussy ass friends just driving off, leaving him. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> I know that's pretty rough, but I would be so mad when the aliens <laughs> drop me off. This is Mike saying he would leave yo ass up in that. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, I wouldn't leave my guy empty out the Glock and just yeah, a distraction and try to put him back in the These guys were absolutely terrified. You know, so you got. Don't be leaving me up in that damn spaceship. So, so not Get even broke. a spaceship. Let's say a bear was attacking me. Would you go over there and fight that bear hand to hand? Am I armed? No. no I mean, if armed. I'm in bear country, I'm armed. Well, yeah, but let's say you're not so armed. I'm tell you, You've been out there chopping wood Get all day. Down. Well, that's a little Get bit. Low. That's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it's different because you got this spaceship that's come down and zapped this dude. But but he disappeared. But spaceships don't scare me. Bears are going to carry my ass off right after they're done with you. And my point is, these guys were absolutely terrified. I get it. And I think that that's why they jumped in the truck and they said, "Oh my God, let's get out of here." But in their defense, they didn't make it that far and they came back and he was gone. I'm leaving you with Yogi, me and Boo Boo. We're we're out. Right. You get See? to play with boat with Yogi. I'm not See? playing with no bear. That's my point. Uh, I mean, I'm, if if I'm armed or if I have bear spray, I'm going to try to you know. Yeah, sure, but the aliens I mean, are a little. I don't know. I feel like this is totally different. He just straight up disappeared. They didn't know what happened to him. See, I'm not. If I've seen a, a, a spaceship, if that spaceship had stopped, that UFO had stopped and come down, I would not have been scared. I was not scared. I had this feeling of peace and ease of seeing it. So. I don't think they had the same experience. <laughs> I was almost like, take me with you. Just don't probe me in the butt. I'll be fine. You can, you can take blood. 
whatever kind of samples. Just, just don't, don't just, just don't probe me. Just don't probe me. Get the spaceship, stupid. <laughs> we're doing butt stuff. Just just show me how loser. the spaceship works. Yeah. Get, get in, spaceship. loser. We're doing get butt in, stuff. Loser. Get in, loser. We're doing butt <laughs> stuff. <laughs> about, I don't know. How about Mount Shasta? Mount Shasta? Mount Shasta. Something is definitely going on I think there's there. something going on in Mount Shasta. There's been enough like just weird disappearances where somebody was there and they turned their back. Hey, Fred. Oh, nope. Yeah, and he they're is gone. gone. No tracks, I mean, no nothing. Gone. gone. And it's not like, oh, well, maybe. Lots of cover-ups, too. Maybe something. Well, there's supposed to be a vortex, like portals up there, all kinds of weird energy things happening up there on Shasta. Yeah, that was episode twenty. People need to to check that out if you're if you're into mm-hmm. kind of just like how the hell did that happen? That's completely unexplainable. Mount Shasta is a place for it to happen because there were so many people that were up there, and in, like John said, it's like you turn around, you know, and they're gone. These one, these two guys that I remember specifically from the story, they weren't that far apart. Mm-mm. That was the guy, the older fellow, who was completing his every summit in California, and that was what... Gone. Gone. Another dude was... And across a snowfield where you should have seen... Another dude was up there. I think he was looking for agates or something like that. Looking for what? Agates. Rocks? Yeah. Okay. And... (laughs) Fancy rocks. Rocks? Rocks. Rocks. With Shasta. Rocks. But he wasn't able to go out on his own, so his friend was with him. Obviously, if I'm staying with somebody who's going to be incapable of taking care of themselves up on the mountain, I would be close by. And he was, you know, less than 100 yards away. Went back over there. Dude's gone. Nothing. I think there's some kind of portal up there that goes to another. Or goes to the hollow earth or who knows. There's something up there that if you walk through, you you ain't making it home for dinner that night. You could say it's the Lemurians who... You know, abducted them and took them into the mountain. And <laughs> or the Atlanteans. Well, the Atlanteans aren't there. The Lemurians are there. Atlanteans are somewhere else. But are the Lemurians the reptilian ones? No. They're the tall, blonde. Oh, the Nords. Nordic-looking. Mm-hmm. So, How about you did a bunch of different houses? You did Snedeker, Smurl, Beckwith, Hinsdale. The Smurf haunting. Which one? How do you feel about those? Uh, so, so Smurl was the one in the duplex. Snedeker's the one in the old mortuary with the sick child. Yeah, so Smurl was episode 17. That was where they were displaced by a hurricane and ended up uh, in a duplex with his mom and dad in the next one. And So, yeah, that could go either way. But that went on for a long, long time. Um, Snedeker's the one that I truly believe. I mean, that's one of those things. Those mortuaries. It's kind of like yeah. one of those, those hospitals. Like, how is it not hainted in some way? <laughs> There's like, a show on Amazon. It's called What was it? We bought a We bought a funeral home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his family like buys this old funeral home and converts it into their house. This quirky, right? Parents and kids. Anyway. <laughs> Pretty awesome place, but they, there were some weird happenings going yeah, on I in think, that. I think probably Snedeker, that was the one that bugged me when I was doing it because it was it was really sad, you know the the parents taking the boy that was ill. He was yeah, so and he ended up passing later, 
you know. He got better and then it came back. That was the funeral home one. Remember, the boys mm. were down in the had lymphoma. The basement. The boy was sick with. Oh, it's the one where the parents didn't believe. Wait, every one of them is where the parents, yeah, the don't, parents believe don't believe. Them. But the kid, you know, and I just remember it was so to me when I was reading about it. It was so profound that when he when they finally got him out of the house and into the hospital, they're going to put him in a psych hospital, right? Or the hospital, emergency room. They took him to the emergency room to be placed in a psych hospital later. But the kid turned around and told him, he said, now that I'm gone, said, it's going to come after you and it's going to be even worse. And it was. You know, the fam- all the family was mm-hmm. affected then. And so I, I don't know. That one really, that one struck me as spooky i guess you know kind of creepy eerie reading about it i think it was i think think it it was for real Mm -hmm. i think it was for real. i think there were some dynamics within the family too that excel and and, you know i think we've talked about this before is it because of the dynamics in the families that happens that creates some of this activity you know the negativity the with mm-hmm. the parents and, and the kids the, and the, the demonic you know, forces it, 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 in. Or, well, I, no, demonic or not, just the negativity dra- draws these. Familial strife and arguing negative emotions and stuff. Something is drawn to that. Yeah, this the anger that comes with it. And then the Hinsdale house, I must say, I really believe that one's very true. That's the one where they saw the boy with half of his face that was in the forest and he disappeared gotcha. all of a sudden. But that one was the one that had been like a travel stop during mm-hmm. like some like the old timey days yeah back when the stagecoaches would stop there and if they found the dead body along the way then they would, they would take that and drop it. it off and they kept it underneath the in that storage room underneath mm. the, the stairs cellar and or whatever it buried later yeah or the root cellar yeah and like we've said before <clears throat> i think when you're talking about a place that's so old that has so much history with death well, they Berry, had a hanging bearings. tree on the property that they know of. Um, there are several Indian burial grounds close to mm-hmm. and on the adjacent property of Na- that. Native American. What did I say? Indian. Oh, well, we know Not I was people talking. from India. Yeah, and I'm going to have to leap all that out, but Native American burial grounds. Indigenous persons. Whatever. Which always had, they're very spiritual. So that brings a lot of stuff. And then if you and start digging it up and doing all kinds so of disruptions. So you had that. And then you had, um, they they have ground penetrating radar that they've used to find. Multiple bodies. Five bodies. Has they brought the dogs there. out? I don't know. I ain't trying to disturb it anymore. Jeez. I don't think they dug them up. I've only heard that they found the bodies. So, no telling what that was from. Is that somebody that got murdered there? Is that somebody that got dropped off there after they were murdered? Sorry. Is that somebody that, uh, you know, whatever. But, I mean, it, they're there. I really believe that one, though. Like, that one. Mm-hmm. Very, that if a lot of, it, you that know, out of all the stories, like, I feel like that one had a lot of history to it that would definitely lend itself. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you which one that I found interesting story. Teresita Bassa? Heck yeah. Coming back from solving your own murder. Mm-hmm. Dude. Talking from beyond the, the grave. Lady. And that was episode 21. And what a talented, amazing person she was to begin with because she was a. To be able to come back a, fr- fr- from the other side and solve your own murder. She was a pianist and then. Uh, pianist. 
pianist. How old are you? My goodness. Oh my god. I'm Twelve sometimes. Oh my god. Right now he is. <laughs> I just so, thought that was really interesting. That that would also be that would be an interesting film. I'd watch that. Yeah, because she um, she literally came back and, and essentially possessed, possessed. A, that woman to speak through her. You know, mm-hmm. the worst part of the story is the light ass sentence that that piece of shit that killed her got. Truth and the fact, no as far as we know, so he's wandering around, true, the, wandering so the streets true. today. Yeah, he got off with a slap true. on the wrist. Yeah. And that is that's messed up. That part really is messed up. It very much was. Then you have my the two haunted hotels with all the ho- with all the uh, elevator issues. <laughs> the elevator. The elevator. The elevator. elevator issues. Jilted white jilted brides <laughs> and somebody who unalived themselves in a room with yeah. a, with a gun. Well, oh, yeah. you forgot about Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, they and were Bonnie, all in, in Texas. Yeah, Bonnie and Texas. Clyde stayed here. And so, Galvez. So Galvez. Uh, and Adolphus. Stockyards, and Adolphus. Mm-hmm. All had Bonnie and Clyde stay there. I think, oh, Baker, too. Yeah. I think yeah. the Baker, Baker claimed yeah. it, too. But yeah, that's Texas. Did. I mean, I, I think that, that you're going to see that a lot anyway. <laughs> Anytime. Though yeah. I will say, I don't believe that they ever said that she. they were at the Emily Morgan. The Baker Hotel is the cool one that had, like, the first air conditioning system mm-hmm. before it was a thing and it was like off grid the, the baker's definitely haunted i've seen uh ghost adventures has been there the one in mineral Other, wells seen, yeah, episode 26 investigations in that place that would indicate that that is a haunted the adolphus is episode 23 that's the one that the queen went to and their her picture is still there and it has the twin piano that's in the bottom of the ocean oh yeah the, the other titanic. one's in the titanic and mm-hmm. one is in the adolphus and one is in the yeah, titanic it's a beautiful so. that's the one there. though that all the people died in the elevators like they, apparently <laughs> oh, that's and the dude before. sunk into the sidewalk the what? sunk but they what's co- wrong with this elevator <laughs> yeah you know hanging out the elevators the when elevator you shouldn't <laughs> But that one is super old, super cool, but multiple people have talked about it. It is a about. beautiful hotel, too. It if you've been there, that you could go eat at the restaurant or something, or there's a cool cowboy bar there, too. You could just mm-hmm. for one, just to see the place. I honestly, I, it's really And nice. if nothing else is haunted there, their elevators are. And they it's across the street from Neiman Marcus, too, if you want to yeah. do some shopping. I want to go to Galvez. That's the one 100%. I want to go to. 100%. That's the one that, of course, is in Galveston, has episode 19 that's multiple hurricanes because it's Galveston. And has had to be redone many times. It has now been returned to its original pink. And didn't we determine that the built over the site of a mass grave from yeah, the 18, from nineteen hundred or nineteen hundred yeah, hurricane nineteen hundred three something like that nineteen hundred like was the hurricane. hurricane. Okay, yeah. yeah, and that was the largest death toll. The, well, natural disaster. Natural disaster in the United States. Yeah, that's in why they, Still, That's why they built the seawall so that. Yeah. That took sixty years to build. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And that was also what spurred um, the all these storm trackers to warn you of different storms. That was one of the first times. Well, we've had we've had a lot of stories and we've had a lot of fun with this so far. What about and, Yorktown? Oh, yeah, but to say, can oh, we yeah. not forget about Yorktown? Because I would really like to go. Let's do Yorktown. I would like to go there. I, I would too. I don't, not at night though. Not You're an hour and a half away from the best barbecue in the world, <laughs> and an hour and a half away from San Antonio. We can go see the other hotels. The other there. hotels. And this place has so much activity. It's you're like almost guaranteed you're going to get stuff. Some some well, things you might not want, but... So we did. We went the to... The blood is still on the walls in the basement. Yeah. That's we awesome. actually... And we didn't... We caught 
We caught several EVPs. We caught some really cool... Oh, repeat what you said. We went to... Where was it? It was Hill House in Gainesville. Is that what you're talking about? Hill, no, I did not say, but... Hill House Manor. Yeah, Hill House Manor in uh, not haunted Gainesville. Hill, not Haunted Hill House in Mineral Wells, but, but Hill we House do, Manor We didn't do an episode about right. it, is what I said. Yes. But we did... We go, go there back in... When was that? Oh, hot as fuck. Out of July. Oh, June. <laughs> July. <laughs> it was hot. It was so hot in that place. It was hot. It was ungodly it hot. It was July. I but wouldn't we, mind going back now that the weather's not it's yeah. tolerable. You could actually go spend time upstairs without Dying. just the only thing Sweating you can think death. about is the fact that it is 94 yeah, it degrees was, inside. Yeah, it was hot. We did catch a few EVPs. One of the Caught ones, a lot of EVPs, if anybody actually. that actually listens through our videos all oh, the yeah. way through, that the EVP is actually you tacked it on at the and end after the door slamming. If you listen to the end of our show, uh, at the very end, you will, you'll hear the door, or right before the door slam, you'll hear the EVP and it says... Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> is what now, it says. Now, let's admit, when you had me play it, because you, you found it on your recording, mm-hmm, we all had some activity. That yeah. one was, I think, the clearest. You oh, know. yeah. I sure. had nothing on my recording. I was the first person to go past the lobby into the creepy haunted part by myself. And I kept hearing this click, click, click. I was like, and I, it's all you could hear on my recorders. What in the <laughs> hell is that clicking sound? It was the IR cameras yeah, IR going cameras off, right? But, off. <laughs> uh, I did catch when I was watching the monitors, and you guys were in the well room. That that wild orb, that wild orb. Like there was a lot of orb activity, but I imagine a lot of it's dust. Most of it's dust because yeah. nobody's probably cleaned those couches and stuff in a while. But there's a couple that you can tell they've got a movement of their own. That oh, yeah. there's not... one that manifest. From the wall on the opposite mm-hmm. side comes across the table where you're sitting comes we'll right up to We'll have to do a video. Very slowly. A vi- maybe a video of it with some of the, the snippets. It's going to take a little bit to put it together. But I do want to encourage people to listen to the end. Because when you first had Adeline and I, our daughter, listen to it. And you were like, does it say? And you, I don't even remember what you thought it said. And the minute I heard it, I was like, it says don't be scared. Yeah. Well, you have younger ears. <laughs> Is it always be an age thing with you? Uh, that was a compliment. You have younger ears. You have younger ears, and I. You do. Can, I am you younger. Yes, no. I just have better hearing. You can hear frequencies that, and you have can't because hear you haven't abused your ears for as many years as I have. Lots True. of rock music for month that we've been through in years. Shotgun blasts, live fire, military exercises. You no, heard it too. No, playing no, in the honky tonk. No for hearing protection. Years. Shooting guns for years and years. Calm down. All You're the I'm one saying, that went all. All I'm saying, get a DNA thing. Always use hearing protection with your. Always firearm. use, please do, and um, guitars. But um, I and will. And Cadillacs and hillbilly music. I will say that <laughs> it just was proof, though, that when you listen to EVPs, how it's hard to really tell. Yeah. What they're yeah. saying, but this one is pretty clear. Yeah, Y'all can clear. take your own opinions, but because sometimes I'll disagree with what Zach says his say, and I'll be like, that's not what I hear. Yeah, but this one to me is pretty clear. This, I would say this we is both, a class A. This EVP. is yeah, we both yeah. we all agreed, which I thought was perfect because right before we said, right before it said it, I think one of us said something about this Being is scary. scary. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there was a lot of mild experiences, like when you were down at the bottom of those stairs and there was a really loud. Oh yeah, something banged on the floor. I mean, I was I watching think. you on the arc. I could see yeah. you. You couldn't see anything, but we could see you, and you yeah. didn't do it. And you said something might have touched you. And I saw you kind of like. Yeah, something Jerk. touched my hand, like 
Right. But and then I was when I was watching the cameras and you guys were when that orb got caught around that same time, I could see where y'all were and something thumped like a big heavy footfall on the floor behind me. Well then I caught an EVP and, and you're you guys talking over there. it in that front room that you're talking about the thump. You talked over it because you're talking to him in the other room and I'm sitting in that room just doing and like a little, because it's supposed to be a kid rumored to, you know, haunt that. And there's something speaking to well, me. Well, you remember the SLR, too. Mm-hmm. When we first turned around, after we'd set the equipment down and stuff, it's like, okay, let's walk around, turn around. In that oh, yeah, front room, start- the same room where the I heard the footsteps behind that me. sitting room. Then that settee or whatever, yeah, the yeah. parlor, there was a SLS figure sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Mike goes down, sits next to it, and says, mm-mm. No, I'm out. out. I don't like Mike. But, <laughs> so, there, it's active, but it's mild activity. It's very, yeah, yeah, nothing scary. I didn't think. Yeah, I, we probably needed to bring a Ouija board in there or something. No, we did not. No, not I don't Ouija think board. we need to do that. No Ouija and board. And on that note. Because <laughs> it's something to fire it up in there. Get it really active. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it was hot enough. We didn't need yeah, any fire. That's true. On that note, I want to say goodnight. I think we had a good Join time. Join us for the next 30 episodes. Yeah. Go back and check those out if there's anything that you want to hear. You kind of get a... This was a, a brief overview of everything that we've done, but... If any of you guys have heard any stories that you want to hear about that you've just heard in passing yeah. that you'd like us to research... Hey, check this and out. And talk research about. Absolutely. We definitely would be down for suggestions as well. Hey. If you can find Colonel E.H. Taylor Small Batch, yeah, if you find that for retail, oh, get, yeah, get you get some it. and Good get stuff. us one too. We'll right. we'll, we'll, we'll Venmo you, you the money if you can get that for retail. We'll definitely yes. send you the money. Oh, all right. y'all, y'all have, have a good night. Y'all have a good night. Listen to the EVP at the end. Man, I've been peeling them off for months. It's not as bad now as it was in the summer.